Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey, and the man across the panel from me tonight, it's said he's had his finger in more dikes than a little Dutch boy. It's the incredible, the incomparable, Mr. Wade Copson. Wade Copson on pots and pans. <laughs> Did you like that intro? I thought you like pies. A dike is a dam. Why was he holding up a dam? Oh, for the like, you don't know that he's like, there was a hole in the... And, and he put his finger in there to stop the hole in the Dutch dam. The no. dike, it's called. That. That's a Dutch dam. It's what they built because, you know, Holland and all that, it's, it's, it's low over there. So they build a lot of dam, these dam things to hold the Do you want the shovel there. to help you out? No, it's a fucking the boy, little boy with his finger in the Dutch da- dike. The dike. Fuck, go and do some world history, will you, Ginge? How am I meant to do a podcast with you and you won't do world history? Anyway, how you Wade Copson who's had his finger in more pies than... Uh... The bloke from American Pie. Oh, you've had something else in a pie too. Mm. Um, Actually, speaking of pies, we just had the Zinger pie for dinner. We did. How was was yours? It was very zingery. (laughs) It's hot, in other words. Yeah. Spicy, wasn't it? Are we getting old? Yeah. We used to be able to handle really hot stuff. Are we just getting old nowadays? I don't know, man. To be honest, this week... Yeah. I, I feel old. Do you? You don't look at old, son. Thanks, man. I I'll stop calling that. you old, son. Yeah. Um, you know how we used to eat a lot of hot food? <clears throat> you remember the other week we talked about the Kaboom uh, jerky thing? Yes. Ashton's butchery. Yeah. Well, I gave our good buddy, mm. Geek Speak crew member, Gamer Gibbo, a thing of the Kaboom limited edition jerky, right? Yeah. He went back to work today, wasn't yep. it? Yeah. Started chewing on it. Yeah. And I get a message, you dirty bastard, are you trying to kill me kind of thing? Because mm-hmm. he, he ate it and he said, oh, I love hot food and everything else. Yeah. I think he'd done Gibbo in. Okay. He also done half of the Toowoomba Chronicle office where he works Hey, Gibbo, in. <laughs> I, got, I got a cure for that. It's called concrete. The Bunnings <laughs> isn't too far away. When he said to me in a message, he goes, my mouth is still burning. I said, it's all right, give it an hour and a half and your ass will be burning as well. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. It is. It is. Stuff. It is. You, if, if you Mind like you, podcast. I prefer to do it on a Friday night when we podcast rather than... It's because you'd have to work <laughs> Saturday. You can spend the morning <laughs> r- on the toilet. Rather than on a Thursday uh, lunchtime. <laughs> you poor bastard. And going back to work. Hey, um, speaking of naughty things and dirty things and all that kind of stuff, this is a bit of a weird segue, but what, what, um, <laughs> did you like Ted? Yeah, I did. I did. I don't mean two he's extra. I mean Ted the Ralph movie. Garman. He played, played his old man. Played in his it? old man. You had um, what's his name? Sam uh, Sam Jones was in it. The, That's right. The guy who, who was Flash. Flash. Oh. Um, he was in it. He was really good. And yeah. of course, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Hey, who was the chick who played his missus? I don't know, man. It's for, she's really famous. She's really I, good. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah, Mila Kunis. I love Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. It was two birthdays ago. Yeah, well, it was too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember our, one of our, 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 our former hosts, I won't mention the name, um, she put on a big turn, I think on one of our early podcasts, that she didn't want to go and see Ted. Well, before it had actually come out. This on, before on, it had even come out. Yep. She claimed that uh, Seth MacFarlane had ripped off David Strasman, which was one of the stupidest fucking things she had ever said in her life. Anyway, after protesting and protesting, I'm not going to see it, I'm not going to see it, I'm not going to see it. I took her along to fucking see it. She couldn't stop fucking raving there. Oh, my God, what an awesome film. And rah, rah, rah. I was like, I can fucking play the podcast back where you yeah. bitched and moaned about it, you know? And I went into it just thinking this is going to be an awesome film. I walked out of it going, it was even better than I thought. You got what you wanted Fuck, out of it. it was a good... F- I cacked myself laughing. Yeah. I know so many... I don't think I saw... I, I, I talked to a single person who didn't love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. At no point did I did I think this is a ripoff of David Strassman. Fucking Seth MacFarlane wouldn't even know who the fuck David Strassman is. No, and honestly, they were nothing alike. Like Strassman's got Ted E. Bear yeah. as he's getting you Teddy Bear. Yeah. Kind of talks a bit like that. And he's, yeah. Oh, Dave. You know, he's yeah. real simple and everything else. Yeah. Totally different fucking character for yeah. Ted. He was yeah. a foul mouthed filth, filthy yeah. little fucker. And and, and, we, fucker. and we loved him for it. Every bit of his. That's right. 
stu- was it stuffing Phil's self? Yeah. Um, it was. Could you, I love the bit when he's um sprayed. Banging the thing on the counter, yeah, right? and the yeah, girls yeah. Going, She's laughing. Next week, starts spraying lotion himself. Yeah, is, <laughs> like, is, is that like, where a, we're gonna, like a cream pie? Yeah, um, and he's like, oh, is that is that is that where we're going to stop? It there? Is that the line? Yeah. We found the line. Okay, okay. Uh, funny movie, but anyway, getting yeah. back to it. Ted two, yeah. Universal Pictures has announced that a uh, that on June twenty sixth in twenty fifteen. That's, mm-hmm. that's two years away, big fella. Yeah, um, they've they've released that as the date for the sequel to the massive R rated comedy hit Ted. Seth MacFarlane is set to return as the writer, director, and co-star. Uh, actor Mark Wahlberg and MacFarlane's co-writers Alex Sulkin and Wesley Wilde are also coming back to the film. Mm. MacFarlane, Scott Stuber, John Jacobs, and Jason Clark will produce the movie. Now, the original, get this. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready? Drum roll, please. It's taken in over $549 million, Ginge. Do you, know, do you know even know who those producers are? No, I don't know who they are. Anyway, Maybe we should on. stop saying people's producers' well, names do it and stories from now I do it out of on. respect. Yeah? Because, I mean, they, like, fucking I produce things, and if people don't mention me, I get shitty, okay? I mean, but, but sometimes you don't, you don't have any, uh, anything except money in it. I know, but still, the fact that you put money up for things, like I put money up for different film projects, if I yeah. don't get a fucking uh, shout-out for being a producer, well, then fuck them, I won't put any more money into mind, films. Mind you, when you go to a film, uh, when you see a movie poster and you, and you see from the makers of Independence Day, you go... Oh, is or that 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 uh, immortal? Seriously, have a problem with that? No, I'm just I'm just saying. You see the poster for that 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 m- movie, The Immortals. Yeah, and it said from the producers of Three Hundred, and you go, oh. If, well, if if that's the only thing the poster can promote, okay, well, this is a shit film. But uh, I'm still saying, uh, fair shout out where, where it's due. If the people put the money up for it, if they're a producer or whatever else, give them a fucking credit. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing it just to piss really? you off. I'll just cut it out. In can post. I just? Go, you will not. I can will. I go back and just say the original movie Ted mm. that mm. came out last year, year before, last year, year before. 20, 2012, it came out. It was only have, last year. It can't have been just last it year. It was last year. It was 2012. Once again, remember because we had our previous host complain about. I, I, I was, it I, actually, I, 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 I'm thinking of, of horrible bosses. That was the that year was before. the year before because I watched that in Glasgow when I was over there. Uh, now the original movie Ted. Can I get back to can I finish this off? For hey, fuck's sake, hey, took in a, don't need to argue. over five hundred and forty nine million dollars worldwide on a budget of just. 50 mil. So it hasn't got its money back yet. <laughs> Going by the Hollywood uh, accountant, yeah. t- accounting system, probably yeah. not. Yeah. But to idiots like you and I, that is a massive fucking hit. And you got to, I mean, Seth MacFarlane be sitting back rubbing his hands together and, and Mark Wahlberg would have got a good chunk out well, of he, that. He better be rubbing his hands together because he's got to write more episodes of Family Guy. Has he? Oh. Are, yeah. they, are they still making them? Yeah. Are they? They I have they to were, be. Really? I thought they would have got rid of that. Why? Oh, look, I'll be honest. Oh, it lost. It's like The Simpsons for me. Yeah, big news this week. Mm. A Simpsons character is going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Who, do you, who are you putting your money you, on? You reckon it's going to be Abe Simpson? No, I didn't say that. Didn't you? No, that wasn't me. Someone on Facebook did, and you no. went, You went. yeah, I think you, you've, you've hit the nail me. on the head. That wasn't me. I never said Abe Simpson. No, Christ someone me. said it, and, someone and you went, I think you're right. No, I was talking about Barney, Barney Gumble. Really? Yeah, because someone put, posted it to be Barney, because they actually made the comment, uh, Barney Gumble, because no, one li- no one's liver could stand that much punishment. And then they put, except for Todd Andrew Bailey, mm. um, his liver. So You reckon? Yeah. Barney? But I reckon Barney. A poo. Because like, they've said it's Dan Castanella. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a character. That, uh, no, they're saying it, it's a, uh, a character voiced by an Emmy-winning mm-hmm. voice actor. Now, that's Dan Castanella. So one of his characters, he, he voices Barney, apparently, so... Does he? Yeah. Hmm. It'd be tragic if Barney died. 
My money's on Barney. Barney you reckon? Double. I reckon he'll die. But anyway, that's that's the mind you. Thing. They could all fucking die because I have not watched The Simpsons in years. Two years for me. I have not watched a new episode in, in I, two. Actually, probably over two years. For I, me I used to be a religious watcher. Same here, but but it just lost me. Man. It's so formulaic. I and I, I, I get, same thing over and over again. I, I guess the problem is is regular television as well because it's on regular television. Yeah. Yeah, it's never on. It's never on when you you want it to be on. Remind me to talk about television soon because there's something I want to mm. do want to talk about. But actually, well, here you go. Segway. You ready for this? This yeah. is fu- and a coronet. Your fucking heart out. Segwaying in about TV, Ginge. Arrow. Have you watched any of Arrow? <laughs> what? You should have yeah. said something like like. Here's a shot straight to the heart, Ginge. Yeah. Have you watched Arrow? Uh, I think I've seen the first and second episodes. I think. Yeah. Did I, you I, like I did. It? I, yeah. Well, I did. Yeah. It took me. Well, I watched the first one. Went, uh, no. Uh, uh, uh. And I, I yeah, you watched it. it and you went, you know what? It's not for me because I'm a diehard Green Arrow comic fan. Yeah, and it wasn't my Green Arrow. But yep. then I had a few people bitching moan at me. Brendan Lowe one is one of the main ones. Hello, Lowe. Um, and he kept saying, "Motherfucker, watch that show." So I did. I stuck with it, and I became hooked. Yeah. Second season airs very very soon. But get this, you know mm. how the whole thing of characters crossing over from TV shows into comics, comics into TV shows, all that kind of stuff. Just like the Batman 80, uh, 66. 66. Uh, yeah, yeah, that series. kind of stuff. That's right, from, from DC Comics at the moment. Pretty cool series, that, actually. Um, I think the sidekicks have talked about it. If okay. not, they will be. I'll send them a memo. <laughs> uh, now, listen, as comic books continue to have a vast influence on TV and movies, the reverse has also happened more and more lately, mm-hmm. as we've seen. Now, characters that first showed up in, in other media adaptation, now, perfect example, Harley Quinn in Batman the Animated series yes, yes or shield agent phil coulson in the marvel studios film franchise yes. have made their way from the screen and onto the comic book pages to become major players in comic books from dc and marvel mm-hmm. now because phil coulson's now in the marvel comics yeah right? Uh, and same with not, with, not, not too so, bad for a, for a throwaway character. That's that, right. It's just, and it's also like Nick Fury is now um, based on Samuel Jackson kind of thing. You know what I mean? Because because it, it, you know it, it it's it started it started and then it switched to yeah. be to, the character was was made to look like Samuel L. Jackson before yeah. he'd even been cast as the character. That, no, that was in Ultimate, uh, in the the Ultimate story. But now in regular Marvel, he's They've now, switched it over he's, again. He's now like the son of Nick Fury. Okay. Um, but anyway. But How's that work? I don't, don't ask me silly questions. I don't know. <laughs> I, anyway. I, 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 I just quickly cut there. Yeah. Um, when I'll put it on. I'll put my story on hold just, for you. Just hit pause. Um, uh, last week, uh, old yes. uh, Hasselhoff come out mm-hmm. and said, Stan Lee... During the filming of that Nick Fury telly movie, yep. Stan Lee said to David Hasselhoff, "You're the uh, the the ultimate Nick Fury. And you're the the perfect pitch. I yeah. know. I've I've read that before. Stan Lee was was sold on on Hassel, but Stan Lee talks a lot of shit. <laughs> okay, I love the man. He's he's a geek god. Are you, Stan- talk, are you calling uh, calling him senile? No, I'm just saying he talks a lot of shit. Nah. He's, a, he's a spin doctor. He's mm. the ultimate spin doctor. Yeah. That's what so, 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 get back to my Grand Arrow story. So, so, Stan Lee is is always that's the greatest thing. Yeah, at this time, at that time. Yeah, okay. yeah. He says about the first Hulk film. Did, it's he, even, even, he, you know, it's better than Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno's like two steps behind him. It's better than Lou Ferrigno. Love you, Lou. Um, you know, kind of thing. That's what, and, and then now he comes along the the one with Ed Norton. Oh, it's the best Hulk film. It's like, but you said that about he, the fucking he, Eric Banner one. He said that about Geek Speak. During the Geeky Awards, he's gonna, someone someone's going to come along. And he's going to go. This is better than Geek Speak now. Oh, fuck you, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't said it yet, Jim. Oh, just play nice. Okay. Anyway, uh, now the final scene in uh, in this in this week's Green Arrow number twenty four by yep. writer Jeff Lemire and artist uh, uh, Andre Sorrentino, sorry, contain the latest transition from screen to comic. 
They've brought in John Diggle. Okay, yep. yep he's yep. a major supporting character played yep. by the wonderful actor David Ramsey in the CW hit series Arrow. Uh, now, they've brought him into DC Comics continuity at the issue ending scene opposite the Clock King, who's a villain, okay? Okay. Now, um, Diggle is actually named after Andy Diggle, the writer of Green Arrow Year One. Yep. Okay. Yep. If you haven't picked that up, you should go along, grab a copy from any good comic book store, read it. It's fucking awesome. Jock is the artist on it. And it's fucking sweet artwork, I yeah, tell you. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he appears at the tail end of issue 24. Mm. Now, he's got major. Uh, Jeff Lemire, the writer, has got major plans for Diggle in the upcoming series. Okay. He's going to be seen in Green Arrow 25, which is a tie into the Batman storyline Zero Year, which cool. we've, been, we've been talking about and, and getting cool. ready for. It's going to be awesome. Now, um, it'll have the character of Diggle meeting the the Dark Knight. Okay, I'm assuming Gotham where he comes to fucking Star City. Uh, now, the character also figures into the Outsiders War, which is a long percolating story arc starting in December's Green Arrow 26. Mm. So this character is going to be a bit of a major player in the Green Arrow series coming up. Interesting. Yeah. Now, one week before the Arrow Season 2 premiere, um, Jeff Lemire and, uh, and that had a bit of a discussion about Diggle's debut uh, with CBR News. You can go and check it out there at CBR News and they have a big talk about it. And they're also talking about the differences between uh, the comic book version of the character because he's got a goatee in the comic. He okay. doesn't... He's clean-shaven, ex-military oh, well, well, in then the series. It, well, then, obviously, in the television series, he's not fucking suave enough. He's not suave. He doesn't have, he doesn't have facial hair. He hasn't got, hasn't got a beard. He doesn't oh. have a beard. Everyone yeah. knows. Chicks dig beards. Yeah. Uh, speaking of beards... Actually, this is just a bullshit segue. Um, speaking of beards... Why did I even do it again? Universal Pictures has locked in a December 18th, 2015 release date for its first Legendary Pictures film, directed by Duncan Jones, Warcraft, based on the World of Warcraft uh, video game franchise. Cool. You happy about that? Wow. You know, you like the characters and all that. You've never played I, I, or... You know what? I would I, I like to see what how it transitions into 3D on the screen. What do you mean? They do 3D in the video game. No, video I'm, game I'm, saying, I'm saying... I'm saying as oh, in, you mean as a real life kind of as like... As in real life. It'll be CG. Most of it'll be CG. No, not all. You reckon? I reckon There'll be costumes. Yeah, I People guess. People like Lord of the Rings. You reckon? Yeah. Well, Lord of the Rings is boring. You're a, Harry, you're a Harry Potter groupie. Yes, I am, and I wear my Harry Potter love with pride, okay? Can I just finish this story? With God, you. you're tough to do a podcast with tonight. Sorry. And uh, you haven't even been drinking. No. I'm, I'm, so I'm on water. So I'm, I'm, I'm a, little, a little bit cranky this week. I know you are. Fucking get over it. Yeah. Colin Farrell, Paula Patton, Anton Yelchin, and Paul Dano are circling for roles in the feature film. Now, Chris uh, Levitt has penned the script, and production is slated to begin early next year on Warcraft. At the Colin moment, it's the title. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a surprise casting yeah. thing, isn't it? It's called just at the moment Warcraft. So mm. they might have Warcraft, you know, something yeah. like Ashbringer or something like Who knows? Um, but there you go. If you're a World of Warcraft fan, lucky, lucky you, you'll get a fucking movie. Green that, Arrow. Can, I, can we just go back to Green Arrow because I didn't get to finish oh, on Green Arrow? You? Lucky, I got to finish the story. Take it away, Ginge. I'm well, gonna have when a they first continue. started Green Arrow, they said, righto, there's not going to be any costumes, there's not going to be any names, mm-hmm. and there's not going to be any superpowers. I've kind of changed that. What the I? fuck, man? If they're going to be bringing in the Flash... <laughs> I like how you're asking me, like, I've got some kind of... Oh, I'm just saying. You know, I'm going to get on the phone to fucking the CW network and go, this is my friend June said, what the fuck? Yeah, well, come on, you know? If, you, if you're going to if you're gonna write a Bible, you have to live by it. <laughs> oh, you can't, that'd be cool. You can't, you can't just change it willy-nilly when things don't pan out the way you want it to, or if you want to change it. Isn't that what the Americans do every year with the Shh. American Cup? Um. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about... Um, what uh, religious 
institutions. I'm not talking about religion. I don't want to get into that. Anyway, no, look, I get where you're coming from. They started out like that, but it is going to, because they're going to introduce the Flash in Yeah, yeah. Uh, or is the Flash the not technically a superpower? He's got to be. He runs fucking fast. That's what I'm saying, you know? Uh, or are they going to make it a suit? But make it technological? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Because it wouldn't work that way. It wouldn't work. I wouldn't. Ah, he's got to be. He's got to be. Gotta be in a, in he's got to tap into the speed force. To be the it, flash, he's got to tap into the speed force. If they do, if they go the other way, hmm. I'll be cranky. I'll be pissed. You'd have to use a lot of lot of WD forty if you had a suit with that many pistons <laughs> to, to be able to move that quickly. You know what I mean? Uh, the pistons and gears. There'd be a lot of WD forty and lubricants and, you know and oils. Call that like growing up because we used to use it a lot around trucks and everything else. Do a forty. Do a four O? No, we used to call it Panther Piss. Um, I don't know why. I really don't know why, but that's what we used to call it. Is that what it smells like? It did actually. Yeah, I don't know what a panther. I've never actually gone up to a panther in the zoo and gone, "Yep, smells like Panther Piss." Um, But isn't it part of your your mechanics degree that you use it as aftershave? Well, a lot of actually, a lot of mechanics on you. You always, even you go out for a beer with them afterwards. They always smell like WD forty. Yeah, me, I just smell like diesel because I was useless prick and used to. I'd be feel, filling up fuel tanks, yeah, and I'd switch off and start daydreaming, and yeah. then it'd hit the top and spray back up, and I'd always be covered in diesel. Fuel. But like when I was ever up the back shed and I was fixing something or pulling something apart, you'd always get out the WD forty to you clean hands more with than it. you fixed. Yeah, I know, but you, you, you'd, you'd, you'd use it on your hands to clean up the stuff I, that was on. I, it. Actually, no, we had a really good super strong. Why are we talking about this anyway? Yeah. I'm getting ba- getting back along to geeky stuff, yeah. right? Um, the the world went like Twitterverse yes. fucking went into a woo fucking a flutter today, right? <laughs> I know when, what you're um, talking about. Director Edgar Wright posted a behind the scenes photo mm-hmm. from the Marvel Phase Three film Ant Man. Okay, yes. now he was tr- he, this is what he tweeted. Now I'm back in LA. It's high time to finish a little something I've been working on. Now he posted a photo of a stuntman in the costume on like a green screen, and it was like and it, was, it was like a photo from behind him as he was and he was doing a pose down and, kind of thing. It looked pretty, and they had the cool. techno crane. Yeah, they did, didn't camera. they? Uh, now, the film itself hasn't even begun production yet, right? The title character is yet to be cast, as far as we know, although Simon Pegg's in, yeah, yeah. been talking yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, and are they in, actually in pre-production, for all that we know? No one knows. The timing's about right. The costume certainly seems to match the outfit in the proof of concept yeah. reel shown at Comic-Con 2012. Which gives me uh, a thinking maybe that photo was taken during the production of that, and this and has he's nothing just to tw- do. You reckon he's tweeted it just yeah. to stir things yeah. up yeah. again? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Edgar Wright, you saucy, saucy devil. Minx. Yeah. yes. So you're gonna you just Saucy call him minx. a minx? Yeah. God, I'm worried about you. Go to fucking Hollywood for a couple of weeks. You come back and you're all weird. <laughs> um, speaking of Hollywood deals, boom, boom, ching. Um, boom Comics. You, you've been following Boom Studios, yes. their comics and stuff yes. like that. Some good stuff. Irredeemable, in, uh, incorruptible. Uh, do androids uh, dream? Is it, do androids dream of sheep or something like that? Is it's a uh, like a. Fuck, you know what I mean. Um, isn't, it, isn't it Blade Runner? Blade Runner, yeah. They changed the name of Blade Runner. The, actual the, the, the real novel that the movie is based on yeah. is called Do, Do, Do Androids. Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Electric Sheep. That's it, Electric Sheep. Yeah. Fuck, you're good. Um, anyway, they've been doing... They've I say own. no. No, I don't think they do. They have... Um, I don't even dream of sheep. Let alone electric ones. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Anyway, um, they also have a kids' division called Kaboom. Um, yeah. They do Peanuts, Adventure Time. Are you, you going to sue time. them for, for, for Ruining breach my name? of copyright? No, fuck it. I'll, no, Just no. get them to, sell, to give you stuff for free? Yeah, promo stuff. Yeah, okay. oh, I'll threaten to sue them. Okay. Anyway, 20th Century Fox and comic book publisher Boom Studios have signed an innovative first look deal. Yep. Now, Boom will get the first dollar gross on all the movies made from its properties. Now, those earnings will be split 50-50 between the publisher and the adapted comics creator. 
theatre. Okay. So you you know whoever helped create the comic or whatever else they get a big chunk of cash. It's good there. That they get the uh, from the gross and not from the the dividends down below. No, because we want to have everything else. Accounting works. Yeah. Uh, Fox and its divisions gain access to Boom's vast library and it's all, all its new intellectual property. Okay. That's cool. That's a pretty good deal for Fox. Now, uh, so Boom, in return, will also get access to Fox's back catalogue. So it can pick and choose which films it wants to reboot into a comic book format. Uh, The studio then can can then come along, reconceive titles, and use them to develop remakes. So it's a real win-win situation for both companies there. So what's going to be good now is everyone on Twitter and on the internet verse is going to be checking out all the old Fox movies going... Hmm, I wonder if that could now be a cool comic. Fo- yeah, I wonder if there's any cool Fox Studio stuff that we could come up with and go, that would be cool and do a pitch to Boom. Maybe we should do that. We should do a pitch. Yeah. Um, speaking of pitch, well, it's actually not a really pitch. I know you haven't seen it. Amazing Spider-Man, the reboot Spider-Man movie. Yes. You haven't seen it yet? No, have I haven't. You? Okay, you really should because Andrew Garfield, fuck, he's pretty good in the role. He, he's a bit outspoken, though. He's a bit of a yeah. He's a bit of a but dick. he's still a better Spider-Man, Peter slash Peter Parker he's, he's than way, Tobey Maguire. He, he's way too enthusiastic about wearing that fucking suit. <laughs> you reckon? Like you um, saw him at Comic Con the other year, where he came out dressed in the in the suit. It was just good promotional stuff. Yeah, but good. come on, man. But anyway, can I can I get along yeah, there, right? Okay. So number two, start, we've all seen the photos of of Jamie Foxx's Electro yep. and and, and uh, Paul Giamatti is the yeah. one. I love Paul Giamatti's. An actor I, I, I I just want to see him in the in the suit. It's the actual because it just looks like he was in a. He, he was in all, like a rig thing, isn't he? Yeah, like yeah, some sort of mechanical suit. Yeah. But it looks it's all just CG now. Yeah. And and at the moment, the set photos just looks like he's. On a pl- on a uh, pallet on the top of a so someone's wheeling him around really yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, anyway, it comes out. Uh, well, it's May next year. It comes out. Hits yeah. sc- cinema screens, right? So it's in post production at the moment. Yep. They've already dragged the people, the writers, back to start knocking out the script for number three. They must gr- be. They've greenlit it. They're like, we're, we're doing it. Get in here, and write the script. They now, must okay? be pretty confident it's going to. They must money. be actually. Yeah. So Alec Kurtzman, uh, Robert Orsi, and Jeff Pinkner are the credit. Now they're the credited writers of the upcoming second film. Okay. Yep. They've all been hired to get back to work on the third chapter. Kurtzman and Orky, or, 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 Orsi, sorry, are franchise alums, best known for their work on the Star Trek and Transformers films. Mm-hmm. While uh, Pinkner is a TV scribe and he's worked on Lost and Fringe. Okay. Now Andrew Garfield is expected to reprise the role of Peter Parker, so that means he must have actually signed three three movie deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, now the third film is targeting a June 2016 release, so it's still uh, it's three years away. That's not too bad. The second film is currently slated to arrive, like I said, on May 2nd next, next year, year, 2014. Yeah. So I'm G'd up to watch it. I think Jamie, the, the pictures of Jamie Foxx looks yeah. wicked as Electro. He looks totally, totally di- different. And today, old uh, Spider-Man himself tweeted a photo. He went and visited the guys at the post-production facility doing the editing on the Did he? on the film. Would that annoy you? Imagine having the actor come in while you're there busy yeah. trying to fucking edit it together and then our mate's coming in going, oh, can you make me look fucking a bit different in that? would be like, fuck off. Yeah, Tom Cruise, you, not that fucking tall in real life. You've done your I can't bit. make you look that good in in. in I'm, I'm an editor, not a fucking uh, <laughs> um, miracle so, worker. Fill me in, because I'm a little bit dim when it comes to these kind of things. All right, now so the director is is on set directing and filming it and all that kind of thing. Yep. Is he sitting in there with the editors the whole usually, way through? Usually, usually. Lu- okay, because I was going to say so. Some to, to to an extent. So does the a lot of it like I was gonna say? So the editor doesn't get a lot of say in in in, in the the final look of the film. He, or does he, he put stuff together and show the director and go. Well, what do some you do some uh, so some directors work that way. Some directors don't. Some directors are like, this is the shot. This is the shot. This is the shot. Other directors are like, uh, while they're still filming, they send the footage to the editor and go, all right, the script is the basis of reference. Cut it. 
as based on the script. And then once he's finished filming, you know, like... So what they watch, what, dailies and stuff yeah, like that, and yeah. then go, nah, put that back in, we'll cut that out. Is that how that works? Sometimes, okay. sometimes. I was just wondering, because Kevin Smith, he's always kind of the guy, he edited most of his films himself, didn't yep, he? Yeah, And like, he was militant about... Yeah. Yeah. And he, he actually um, edited during filming... But when I know he, with Clerks 2, he, when did, he was he doing Clerks a, 2. Um, he had a hotel just just right across the road from it, yeah. Yeah. And he was I, I remember hearing him say, "Yeah, he doesn't need sleep. He'll he'll just, you know, sleep for 3 weeks after the, the <laughs> and I'm like, "Shit, man, I couldn't do that." If we have enough trouble getting you to edit our videos together, I'm going to keep giving you infenomies. Well, during, and, during, um, during, well, I was shooting my feature film. I hadn't ha- there, there wasn't enough time in the day to sleep, let alone Edit no, and no, you sleep. Were, you were a real cranky prick back then, too. Thanks, man. Um, so I took all the drugs for both of us. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of film, oh, it's a big film. It's film heavy tonight. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this should be my last piece of, of film news. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Genre film veteran Simon uh, Kinberg has joined 20th Century Fox in development Fantastic Four reboot as both a writer and producer. Okay. Now, he joins Matthew Vaughan as a fellow Fantastic Four producer, and both Kinberg and Vaughan have worked together previously on other Marvel uh, comic franchises. Uh, such as the X-Men stuff, okay? Now, okay. Vaughn directed and co-wrote the, the 2011 X-Men First Class movie, which I fucking loved. Yeah. Really good. And Kinberg served as a producer on that film. Okay. Uh, they are both producers of next summer's X-Men Days of Future Past movie, which has a script by Kinberg. So yep. they're, they're no strangers to this, yeah, okay? Yeah, they, they got their fingers in the pies. They have. So they've got a bit of a... They know how things work. Yep. Now, a Fantastic Four reboot has been in the works at Fox since 2009, so, uh, with several screenwriters working on previous drafts, and um, the Chronicles' Josh Trank is actually still uh, being tapped attached to, to it. Okay. He's attached to direct. Okay. Past writing and co-writing credits by Kimberg include uh, 2009's Sherlock Holmes, which I fucking loved. Yeah. 2005's Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which I really fucking loved. But he was also the writer for X Men: The Last Stand, which was panned by the critics back in 2006. Yeah. X Men Three. Uh, now Fox, as we know, released two previous films based on the Fantastic Four uh, yes. comic series. Um, Fantastic Four and in Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver, Silver Surfer, Surfer, wasn't it? 2005 and 2007 is when those movies came out. Okay. First one I didn't mind. I thought it was pretty good. And I thought um, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. Yep. Fucking well cast. Yeah. Loved him in the second one, but the second film was a what big about Jessica Alba? Good in the first film. The second film, I don't know what the hell. She looked orange and she just didn't look right. Yeah. Her tan yeah. just was off. And uh, who's the British bloke that was in it? It was Mr. Fantastic. I on something or rather I don't know. Mister Fantastic is what I always call him. Uh, do you, do you, did you notice in the first one they actually he's in horrible bosses as the guy who they call him right. the wet work. That's right. Wasn't in the first one that they dyed his his, his temples to kind of make it look grey. Well, the salt and pepper look. Yeah. yeah. But then did you notice in the second movie if you watch it they just they just gave him a haircut where his where his hair on his temples was very close to his skin. Did they? Have, you know, yeah. I have to go back and watch it Go back it and again. watch it and you're like, his hair's cut awfully fucking short there. That's a fucking uh, a ginger Easter egg right there. You there. Go. Yeah. Can we, you want to talk about comic? I want to talk about great Aussie comics. Comic time, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll, please. Um, issue one. You got sent issue one. You've passed it on to me to have a read. Gibbo's getting Found it. Found this on tomorrow. Facebook and I went, I love the look of this. Is I'm going to write to the uh, the artist writer. I'm glad you do this time. I normally have to follow this stuff up. And, and you came on to me and said, Check this out. I'm going, good work, Gingy. You've fucking gone off and done some research. And yeah. You know what? Fuck kick. 
Thanks very much. Clap for my and a, big, I mean, and a big thanks to Craig, too, Craig for, for sending us this issue and for, for his, his personalised sketch. To That's me. right. He gave you personalised. Where's mine, Craig? Where's my personalised sketch? You should, you should have the main character with a little picture of me beside him with a glass of whiskey. If you do that, I will love you forever, Craig. <laughs> um, this is issue one of, it's called From Above, and yeah. what a fucking awesome looking book. Yes. Now, Craig Bruin. Is the uh, now he's the writer, the artist. Uh, he's done everything, right? He created the character. He's an all rounder, Craig. And mate, this book, black and white. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, I love the look of it. It's a very beautiful, clean art style. Yes, it's slight, got that nice, slight cartoony style that yeah, I like. Yeah, a yeah. Bit. Yep. There's a little bit of um, oh, I'm going to say a little bit of Mike Waringo in there. A little bit of uh, Todd Nanook. And it's got it's um, kind of got a little bit of hints to Judge Dredd. Just a little bit, little yeah, hints, a little bit. Um, the character design itself. You know who he reminds me of? Yeah. Azrael, yeah, the original Azrael. With the, and I love with the hood and the the, hood. Uh, the the blades, the blades on the on the on his arms. But I tell of... you what, what a fucking book, Ginger. This is fantastic. Now it's set, set in. Uh, actually, do you want me to read the back? Yeah. Okay, ready. You got to gonna put the voice on too. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. Do Craig, you. I hope I did justice for you. Slowly, do it, read it slowly, like it, like it's the crawl like, of the Star Wars. Sorry. Sake. From above. Melbourne City, a sprawling metropolis built upon the foundations of what was once. The state of Victoria. Globalization has seen governments crumble and private corporations rise to rule and police their own sectors. Fuck off, Jesus. <laughs> For those that live within the fortified walls of these corporate utopias, life can be good. But for those less fortunate, they just exist the day to day struggle, trying to eke out an existence in a volatile and dangerous world. Superpowered alphas, unchecked technological advancements, and a society where traditional morality is a long-forgotten concept. The future is a dangerous place. There are so very few that will stand up for the common folk. Yet, in the face of such adversity, sometimes there are those who will make a stand for what is just. And their wrath will rain down upon the wicked. Do you like that? I don't know why it went all American there, but anyway, I just it looks especially since great. since the story is it's based a, in it's Australian in in a mate, in a future version of Melbourne. It's fucking Australian, mate. Yeah. Australian. But yeah. anyway, the artwork's really good. The story ticks along quite well. I'm intrigued to find out what's going to happen in issue two. I'm hooked yeah. after the first issue. Yeah, I really am. I like it. Um, I don't mind the black and white. You were saying you'd like to see it coloured. You'd love to see it coloured. Well, edition. well, what, uh, uh, for, at the back back page there. Yeah, look, look there's inside. Some work. There's some coloured. You know what? It looks beautiful coloured, but yeah. I'm still a fan. I don't mind the black and white. Yeah. Maybe Craig, he's a hint. Uh, he might just tell us to both fuck right off, but Craig maybe is a graphic novel. Um, one day down the track, you might want Special to, edition. A special edition. Do a limited edition hardcover and uh, do a coloured version. But I'll tell you what, he's hoping to release it quarterly. Yeah. This thing is hitting comic book shelves as we speak. I know, kaboom, I ordered a chunk of them this week. I've started talking up to customers. I've got a few people going, put one in my box as soon as it arrives it seems, in. It seems like everyone that we've spoken to and other, other comic shops in Queensland yeah, we've spoken to about it. Yeah, our good friends at Ace Comics and Games in Brisbane, two, yep. two lovely locations, Annalee and the CBD uh, store, city mm-hmm. store. The fine folk at uh, Comics Plus on the Gold Coast, yep. they've ordered it in. Yep. Uh, comics NT up in the Northern Territory. Yeah. Minotaur Comics, they're another bunch. They're at their big store in Melbourne. Yep. They've ordered the book in. So hopefully more Australian comics shops will jump on board and stock this fantastic comic you can go along to their facebook page ginge yeah check it out it's called from above, uh, from above the comic book is, is what it's called um we'll do a link to it next week as yeah. well on our own facebook page but you got to check this book out it's really really good the cover and, uh, alone you you put that cover up next to any of the comics that are it in, that's in this shop it's well put together the, pr- the printing the character design well is just so cool it's kind of got it's got it's it like you say it's got that Azrael look it's kind of got a little bit of dark hawk 
sort of look yeah, about him yeah, as well. Just, there's just some of the artwork is is, is um because I like a real I like not a real cartoony style, but I like a bit of a, a bit just of a cartoony, hint, yeah, just a hint of it. And yeah. that's why I love Humberto Ramos. I was yep. a fan of Todd Newick Nanook back in the day. Yep. And um and sadly he's passed on now. But Mike Waringo was one of my all time favorite artists mm-hmm. as well. And this just had little hints. Uh, to that art style, those yeah. art styles, I should say, and uh, I'm, I'm a fan. So and there you go. St- and story wise, the character has got a bit of a smart mouth, a little bit like Peter Parker, Spider Man. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, Gibbo's getting it tomorrow. Game Gibbo, he's going to write up a written review for us on the Geek Speak page. Make cool. sure you pop along and check that out. It should be up sometime in the next week or so. Yeah. Um, head along to your, great, your local comic book retailer if they stock Aussie comics. Tell them about from above if they haven't already got it on the shelves. If, if they, they don't, haven't, flip, flip tables. tables, as Paul Mason would say. Um, scream, yell, stamp your foot. What the hell, man? Don't fling poo at them because that's just weird. No, monkey um, shit. What the fuck? Where are you going to get a monkey that's going to fling its own waist? Anyway. Or let, al- or let alone in your hand so that you can fling it. I'm giving this book 4.5 out of 5. Geekspeak rating. That's a pretty big rating for Mr. Craig. Well done, sir. And uh, like I said, if you can do a sketch of me beside the main character with a glass of whiskey in the hand or something like that, that'd be fucking sweet. To be, to be honest, dude, yeah. you're already in there. Open up the, the to the second page. Have a look at the truck driver. Did you did you see? Did you notice this? Yeah, he doesn't look anything. The truck driver. Oh no, because I've got a beard now. Yeah. Oh come on. Back when this was being drawn, that was you. He's got a gut on him. I don't have a gut on him. Well, that was you when he was drawing him like like actually, five you know years what? ago. You know what? That is actually it does look a little bit like me. Um, good on you, Craig. But I want me sexy me now with a glass of whiskey, Craig. Okay, I'm putting that out there now. <laughs> You don't draw the big ginger fella here because fuck him, he had his chance. Yeah. Uh, but that's good. That's a good Aussie book to see. Um, I tell you what, I just got back in stock at Kaboom today and hopefully other shops are stocking as well. Yeah. The Deep, Volume 1 and 2 by mm. Tom Taylor. Oh, what a good series that is. That's, that's been out of print, the first volume, for a little and bit. The, and this weekend, uh, Technicolor is showing the snippets from the The, the animated series that ABC's got their weight behind as well. ABC television here in Australia. So that's pretty cool stuff. Uh, I was talking to Pat Purcell the other day. They're still cruising along on number seven of Winter City. Cool. And uh, Pat's hoping to have that out by the end of the year. I was talking to Darren Close. He's got. He's hoping that within the next month, yeah. to have um, a new issue of Killer out. Cool. And also, you should see Ginge. Yeah, they've done a couple of limited edition busts. Busts. Killer I did bust. see them. They and look they, amazing. One is apparently on its way up here to Kaboom Comics oh. as a bit of a showpiece. And I thank uh, I thank uh, Darren for that. That is a fantastic. We're going to have a look at it up here and try yeah. and uh, move a few. So if you're a diehard killer, they're not cheap, but they are so fucking. They're all handcrafted. They're, they're hand amazing looking. Yeah, they, these aren't coming off a production line. These are handcrafted, limited edition, and hand painted. They look fucking they do. sweet. Yeah. If you're a killer roof fan, you just got to have one. Yeah, Rufus somewhere on your bookshelf. Um, so yeah, he's hoping to have that out in the next month or so. The Very new, cool. The new issue. Um, plenty of good stuff coming up. So make sure you do keep checking with your your Aussie comic stuff. Well, we'll keep you in the loop. We'll keep posting stuff. Yeah. And support stores that support Aussie comics. Yeah. Guys like Ace Comics, uh, Kings Comics, uh, the comic shop Liverpool, mm. Kaboom Comics in Toowoomba, Comics Plus on the Gold Coast is just starting to get into Australian comics. So Good on them. And I'm probably skipping some stores. If the stores I've skipped and you're a store owner or, you know, or your local store stocks Aussie comics, let, let, us, let know. us know so, so we can yeah. give them a shout yeah. out. Um, big fella, another. I want to do a quick shout out about Conquest 2013. Now, it's a sci-fi convention in Brisbane. Now they have no got, way. Yeah, 
It's it's uh, it's a small one, but it's pretty cool. It's at the Adena Apartment Hotel, which is on Ivory Lane, Brisbane. Okay, twelfth and thirteenth of October. So it's, it's not. Oh, jeez, it's not far far away at all. Guess who they got? They got Richard Hatch from Battlestar. No, Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactic is going to be there. Right, he was he was a polo in Battlestar Galactic. Yeah, they've also got Richard Arnold. Uh, now Ian Mc, uh, McNice or McNeese, who played Winston Churchill in Doctor Who. And Simon Fisher Becker, who played Dorian uh, Maldivar from Doctor Who, they're appearing on the Sunday no only. Day, okay. Now, for more information and booking details, you can head along to www.conquestforever.com. Okay. Now, that is bought by the fine folks at Culture Shock Events. So, we're giving that a shout out. That is in Brisbane. It's. Um, the Adena Apartment Hotel, 15 Ivory Lane, Brisbane, 12th and 13th of October, 2013. That's only like next week or something like that. So it's very close. Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactica Ginger is going to be there. How sweet is that? Ian McNeese, it's not, it's not a name that you know, but as soon as you see his face, you went, that's that guy. Yeah, that dude, yeah. that motherfucker. Um, I hope he doesn't get offended by me just saying motherfucker, but he's a nice guy, I'm sure. <laughs> What? You're eating popcorn chicken. I'm allowed to eat popcorn chicken. It's going cold. I'm allowed to eat... um, We're working late tonight because I've got stuff to do. You've got stuff to do. We've had to record a day early. We've got a radio show that we've just recorded as well, which mm-hmm. we're not allowed to swear in. But where can people start listening to the radio show? You can stream it live on Tuesday nights live, from 9 say? o'clock from 9 o'clock p.m. 102.7 FM Toowoomba. They, they have a, a, a website. You hit, go along. It's a pretty basic-looking website, so you can't get lost on it. Um, and you hit stream, or now streaming, and you can tune in the 9 play, o'clock. The play button. The play, play button. button. It's the play button. There yeah. you go. Have you checked it out? www.102thewordpoint7fm.com.au. Yep. So um, uh, it, it goes to air every Tuesday. It's pre-recorded. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's different to the podcast because there's no swearing or anything like that. And we actually do record as, that as a separate program. Yeah, we do. Uh, we've got more cool video. We've got a couple of Halloween videos going we up. We do indeed. You and I are off this weekend to Zombie Walk Brisbane. That's we another are. one I want to give a quick shout out to. By the time you hear this podcast, we will have been at Brisbane Zombie Walk 2013. Ginge, we've got the whole crew down there. It's going to yep. be amazing. Yep. There'll be video footage going up in the there coming week indeed. or so. But check out, as I said, we've got Halloween videos. We've got a couple of little uh, humdingers that the crew do indeed. put together. And uh, we've also got some reviews and stuff coming up. We've got to get back into our video stuff. It's coming. We've been busy people. I wrote a script the other day for a, a cool short film. Ginger and I, you've been, you and I have been mm. communicating. We're talking about doing a couple of other short films. We got stuff on, but we're here to keep bringing you all the cool geek stuff that you want to see. Now, remember, if you're an Aussie creator and you've got like a web series or an independent short film or a great kick-ass comic series, okay, yes. like from yes. above, um, make sure you contact us. We'd love to give you a shout out. We'd love to to see some of your work and, and we'll review it and give it a bit of a uh, you know rating or something like that here on the show because we we're all about sport and Aussie stuff here. And, Geek speak. And before we go, we've got to give a shout out to the guys at Aussie Wood Props. How freaking cool is Aussie Wood Props, Ginge? They uh, sent us a package. Yeah, and it is a lab coat. Mm-hmm. Stark embroidered Stark Industries lab coat from the first movie. First Iron Man is it's got civic authenticity. It is set worn, and you know what the cool part is? It fits me like a glove. You know what it the shit perfect. part of it is? It doesn't fit you. Doesn't fit me. I know. So what are you going to do? Are we going to kind of use it as a prop in our thing, or are you going to frame it or what? I don't know, man. I don't know. You're going to have, have trouble getting it back off me because it fucking looks sweet, man, it, and I it, feel cool it, dressed it, in it. it. <laughs> But the problem is, I don't think it really it really serves a purpose in the comic shop here when you're walking around serving people with it with a white lab coat. Yeah, on. Uh, I think people are freaking out. I don't care. Or is, or do you just say it's it's my Halloween costume? No, I just say it looks fucking cool. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. Okay. 
Massive thanks to Aussie Wood Props. Those guys rock, and we do really appreciate them. We'll check them out online, you better check we'll, them out. We'll, we'll be doing a video about, about them and where you can check out all their stuff very shortly. All their sweet, sweet, sweet props. We'll, we'll, good stuff. we'll, we'll uh, put a link on the Facebook page. Shall we? I think we shall, sir. Have you seen... You've seen the latest episodes of Shield, haven't you? Yeah, I've I've been I've seen both episodes. Well, I've, I've seen episode one. Yeah, you haven't seen number two. I haven't seen number two. Okay, it has split people. People are carrying on. They're kind of like. Um, Have you seen our Facebook page, the Geek Speak Facebook page? Yes, Steve put up a thing. Have you watched it? What are your yeah. feelings? People are like, uh, not very polar opposites. Didn't like it. This and then other people go, well, I I, I got what I expected. Blah blah blah. I watched it. I liked it. I've fallen in love with it. And I'd be honest, it had me hooked from from the end of the first episode. Yeah, I watched the. Second Second one, I'm still hooked. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen with things like Arrow. I, yeah. I, I didn't get into the first episode. Yeah. Whereas this one, loving it. I'm really digging it. It's got lot, Joss Whedon stamped all over it. it. It does. I guess if you're a Joss Whedon fan, you're going to be a fan of this. It is. It it, it feels very much like Buffy. It feels like Serenity. Angel and, Angel. Yeah, it's good. It's it's very good. Apparently, I have been told Samuel Jackson's rumoured to be making a cameo somewhere in the season. Yeah. yeah. And um, rumour is also Eliza Dushku will be showing up in there as well. Well, it seems like if you were ever an actor in any of Whedon's shows in the past. Yeah. I love how make- you're actually uh, pronouncing his name correctly. So many people call him Josh. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it's Joss. J-O-S-S. Yeah, and so uh, it drives me crazy in the shop. People come in and go, have you got that book by Josh Whedon? I'm like, no, but I do have that book by Joss Whedon. You, I've, got, I've, <laughs> I've, got, I've got that song by Josh Groban, if you wanted to hear that. <laughs> anyway, really good show. I want to talk more about it in the next week or two. Yeah. I want to let, let it settle down. I want to see what people's reactions are yeah. to like the third episode. Because yeah. I still reckon you've got to give at least three episodes to judge a lot of these things today. Um, we're going to talk more in depth about Marvel uh, agents, Marvel Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, the TV series, in the next podcast. What do you reckon about that, big fella? And then we'll have to talk about this news of Gotham as well. Yeah, and I've been watching other movies and TV shows that I want to talk about. But tonight was so movie-centric with all the news. Big week from Hollywood. Lots of stuff coming out. Lots of gossip. I'm going to go uh, try and figure out my uh, zombie walk makeup. Are you getting dressed up? Well, maybe I could just go as myself. Yeah, you look a bit pale and washed Yeah, down. thanks, thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> I look like I've got blood splatter over me. I've got freckles. Yeah, I'll just kill someone. And... Uh... <laughs> Well, you'll be like, geez, that's a realistic body you're dragging around. Yes, yes, realistic. Mm. Well, between now and then, someone's bound to piss you off, so... Oh, there's a list. I have a black book. (laughs) That's another show that I... I, I, The uh, list. The uh, The the, black black list. list. (gasps) James Spader. I started and watched the first episode. I really want to talk about it on this podcast, but I'm not going to because we are at the end of it. (laughs) We've got to get home. We've got other stuff to do. Ginge, thanks for joining me on this awesome show tonight. Thank you, sir. Wake up some pots and pans. Once again, where can people find our stuff? Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV, YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia, at Geekspeak AU, and GeekspeakAU at gmail.com. You are so cool. Thanks for joining me, big fella. Thank you. See you next week. Uh, I'll see you later. You twat. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Stay geeky.